Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Oh, yes, it is Larry Sharp. I am here. It's a little bit past noon. A little bit, a little bit past noon. Absolutely here in Rochester, WYSL. But we're also going to be on WENY, ENI, Elmira Corning, The Patriot, WACK in Newark, New York. The cool New York. Thank you for giving me a couple of minutes of your afternoon. Reach out to me, 585-346-3000. I want to tell you a little story about a group, a family, family in California. Family wants to buy a new home. They're feeling excited. They found a good deal. It's about $550,000. A house they think should be probably $700,000. They're loving it. They go through all the hoops and they get the deal done. They buy the house, ready to move in. Somebody's still living there. They say, wait a minute. You're living here. We, we own this house. You you can't live here. And the person says, oh, hi, yeah, I used to own the house. They go, oh, yeah, I know you. Why are you here? Aren't you moving out? He's like, no, I'm a renter. I live here. And you can't evict me because no eviction laws. Yeah, I'm not joking. That literally happened. Family buys a house goes through all the hoops, spends the half a million or more dollars. The guy gets the money. He takes it in his pocket. Doesn't move out. Stays in the house. They can't do anything. They spent over $500,000 to be homeless. This is what happens when government starts creating blanket laws, blanket everything. Let's not fix the problem. Let's put a Band-Aid. Let's by, let's by fiat just decide how we're going to change the economy. Let's just say you can't do something. And who cares about any other issues or problems that pop up because of this? Let's attack a branch because it feels good, and let's not actually deal with the root cause that makes other things kind of go away. Attack the root, and the branches die. Attack the branch, and more branches grow. I'm not for people getting evicted. Please, of course not. Of course not. But I spoke about this over a year ago when I talked about how to deal with these issues, 
how to keep people in place, how to not displace people and to survive six months of this COVID. Nobody listened. They went, we'll just stop the evil landlord. I hear that all the time. But I live in New York City and I know a couple things about landlords. Those who have lots of units or private equity firms or hedge firms, I'm sorry, hedge funds, who now have started since 2008 before to buy up huge tracts of apartments. They have 200, 300, 500, 1,000 units. If they get scammed by 50 people, 100 people, they're fine. They're not going to starve. They're not going to be homeless. Their profits won't be as high. And that will suck for them. Feel bad for them. I hope they make good profits. Hope everybody makes good profits. So when they make the moratorium on evictions, they think they're hurting these people. That'll get these mean people. No, they're fine. But when you have one unit or three units or two, or it's your home, or you're just trying to rent out your basement to make some cash so you can grow, you're devastated. These people are devastated. And I told that story just as an example, obviously an extreme example. I get that, but it's not a good story if it isn't, right? So that's why I told the story. But imagine more mundane issues. You know, you have someone who moved into a nice neighborhood for their kids. And part of it is they rent out their basement. It's a common thing, right? Or one floor, something like that. And that's part of how they can actually survive that income, that rental income. That's gone. Now what? Do they have to move? Or do they have to not pay their mortgage? Well, Larry, then they can't be evicted either. Okay. But their credit's trashed, isn't it? And that debt doesn't go away. Do they lose their house now? Do they now become renters? You know what the answer is? Yes. That's what happens. They become renters. That's what happens. People fight and yell and scream all the time about there's a wealth gap. And they're right. That does exist. But it's not because Republicans bad or Democrats bad. Because both bad. Because both just make sure that we keep going through these same cycles. And the wealthy keep buying up all the assets of the working poor and the middle class. That's what we keep seeing happen. That's the problem. Oh, but we'll put a Band-Aid and we'll stop these evil landlords from evicting. And who's going to win? The evil landlord. Because the evil landlord has tons of money through either a hedge fund or through an equity firm or something like that. And then they buy up all the people who are underwater. And they go rent. Probably at some place that these people own. That's how it actually works. This stuff is not an answer.
It just isn't an answer at all. So let me grab a couple people who, uh, who on the interwebs, obviously says, I have this situation now. People who are working and have money to pay rent don't even bother to pay rent. Yeah. In addition, many people can sign up for programs to get rental assistance and don't bother while the landlord still can't evict them. This sounds like something straight out of the Communist Manifesto. I, mean, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. I think what winds up happening is people, the average person who supports these policies isn't the communist. The average person just thinks, this sounds good. We're helping people. They're not thinking down the road that you're thinking. That's not where they are. They're trying to deal with their own life and their own family and friends and things that they want. They're not walking down your road. They go, oh, that sounds good. But there are people at the top who realize this is just helping that wealth gap. It's making it bigger and stronger. And to the point where the people who don't have power have even less. Less and less and less power. Not just financial power, which is a big deal, but also social power, which is already gone. Voting power, almost lost. And now they're going to make sure with the recent shootings that's not going to have any, try to, try to get rid of um, even firepower, everything, nothing. That's been the goal for a while. So the average person, I would say no to that. The elites in this country, yes, 100%. And remember, the elites don't actually care how we get to oligarchy, whether that's through fascism, communism, socialism, the method is irrelevant to them, right? How we get there, eh, whatever. As long as we get there, they're good. If it happens to be communism, all right. Fascism, okay. Socialism, monarchy, all good. But doesn't matter. As long as we get there, they're good. So you want to yell, Left oppression or right oppression, whatever, it's fine. Just let's get there. So I think that's really uh, where that's coming from. So John says, there are many retired Floridians who have a couple of rentals in the Northeast to live off. Yes, this happens often. What are all these retirees going to do? What are they going to do now? The goal is to protect the little guy. And to punish the big guy, the evil guy. And actually, I'm not against that. I'm not against, you know, David beating Goliath. I actually like David beating Goliath. And I really want a world where David can beat Goliath. But the problem is, Goliath keeps winning. He gets bigger. David's getting his butt kicked. So, this isn't working. John's right. We're hurting David. I don't want to do that. Larry Sharp, here on The Free Solution, 585-346-3000, back after the break. A Free Solution. Yes, Larry Sharp, back here on A Free Solution. 
And you know what you can do if you want to? You can follow A Free Solution on Facebook and YouTube so you can watch this cool show or listen to this cool show every single day. You can. It's five days a week. And this is just me. There's super cool Kevin Wilson. Yeah. And even super-er cool. Is that right? Super, super-er cool? Eh, today it's a word. Andrew Hollister, the man himself. So absolutely follow us on Facebook and YouTube. A free solution. Right now, though, I'm on WYSL in Rochester, New York. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira and Corning, the Patriot, and W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. I appreciate all of the comments. But I want to go to another side of this. You know what? No. Before I make the next step, a couple of good comments popped up. So I want to kind of cover a couple of those comments. Uh, Michelle says, I have a friend who has a few properties, and she is a guy who is getting disability. COVID did not hurt him, but he quit paying rent. How is that right? This is what I talk about. You have a bad system, you get worse results. You want a better system. People take advantage of bad systems. It's what people do. Yes, there, there are people who are taking advantage of all of these things. That's a problem. So imagine if you would. I brought this up before, but I wanna make sure that it's clear. Okay, if all of a sudden, you had to cut your income, whatever income you have, by two-thirds. Horrible. Absolutely. Even half. Whatever it is. Your lifestyle would obviously change. Whatever your income is, imagine you cut it in half. Your lifestyle would have to change. Of course it would. But imagine, though, if all of a sudden your debt, whatever your debt was, went away. If your debt went away, even if your income was halved and you had to reboot your life, you could reboot your life. Even if you had half of your income, it's possible. You can downsize, you can change your lifestyle, you can go without for a while. This is possible. It's tough, but it's doable. But what happens when your income is cut in half and your debt remains the same, or worse, begins to grow. Because now you can't service your debt. So things get worse. It actually is, without question, debt that is the critical aspect here, not income. Now again, I hope we all make lots of income. Please make lots of income, that's great. The question though is, debt. So as people get in trouble, if we could somehow deal with the debt issue, people can recover. We, many of us listening now have done it. You've been through tough times, you rebooted yourself, and you got back in action. People do it all the time. It is the debt that is crushing. Mortgage, mortgage comes from the, the is it Latin, I think? Death grip. I'm not joking. Mort, death. I think gauges grip or hold. Yeah, death grip. That's what it comes from. There's a reason why that's what that word, the origin of that word is. So yeah, 
What am I saying? If we're going to start writing checks, and you know I hate it. I'm a libertarian. You know I hate it. It's going to be forward, though. Well, the American government does very well, very few things, but one thing it does well is write checks. Great at writing checks. If we would have taken that money and instead dealt with debt, people could have got up and running. This wouldn't have been a problem. This wouldn't have been a problem. Handle debt and people can stay in their homes. Handle debt and contracts aren't affected. Well, Larry, how do you handle debt? I expressed this last year. You simply tell the banks and all the financial institutions that we're going to bail you out. Yes, Larry's talking about a bank bailout. I know. I know. We're going to do it anyway. That was going to happen. Give them a specific amount of time and say, you cannot force any debt collection for X period of time. I think back then I said it was three months or six months. I don't remember what the number was. But whatever that number is, whatever it makes sense, and now allow other people to move around and do what they have to do. Reboot themselves, find new jobs, find new income. And then we just directly pay the bank. Done. There's your money. Now they get money free out all the time. The Fed just throws money at them anyway. Our debt is huge anyway. But at least now we're not fighting amongst ourselves. Now this scam isn't happening. This is a root solution, not a branch solution. That's what I wanted to bring up. This is what I'm talking about. This is a solution that in this case, sadly, isn't free. Because, but I guess it is. Money from the Fed is free. So I, I guess it's free. I don't know. I just made that up. I'm kind of pulling that one. I'm stretching. But it's fine. It's the show. A free solution. I got to be good. So let me now, if I can. Thank, thank you for that, everybody. I want to talk about the shooting in Colorado and in Georgia. But not about the shooting itself. I want to talk about how it's covered. What do I mean by that? If you go on to CNN right now, it's all they're talking about. And if it was Georgia, it was all about Asian hate. That's all it was. It was Asian hate. Everybody hates Asians. And it was 24-7. Now, guns are bad. Guns evil. 24-7. Head over to Fox and watch what Fox has to say. It's almost as if this didn't happen. That's, they're fighting and talking about the border. All the border, cash, issues like that, talking about that. Are either of them necessarily wrong? Not necessarily, right? The border is an issue. Sh uh, shootings are an issue. These are issues you talk about. But why I bring this up is, if you're watching CNN, the only thing that matters is first anti-Asian and then guns. And if you're watching Fox, the only thing that matters is the border and how we handle our, our veterans. That's all that matters. In that case, both are wrong. Because it isn't all that matters. Those both matter. But the next piece is what if you watch only one of them? I happen to punish myself and I watch both because I do shows like this. So I've got to be able to watch both. But odds are most Americans watch one of those or neither. 
but one of them. Why do I bring this up? There is a fractured media in, in the world, in America specifically. Is that a bad thing? Not by default, right? I mean, we are different people who think different ways and want to watch different things. However, now we don't understand priorities and even our facts change. If you're watching CNN, the reason for the, the shootings and the death is because guns bad. If you're watching the right, guns aren't bad, but no solution. Both are wrong. The reality is, again, you knew I was going to go there because I've been going there with everything. The reason for those shootings, guaranteed. I'm going to say it now. COVID lockdowns. Yep. And it hasn't come out yet. They haven't explained why. But I guarantee you, I'm going to link it to COVID lockdowns. Because that's the problem. If that guy was working, he wouldn't be shooting. If that guy wasn't sitting in his room or his home online in his own fractured media space watching things that tell him life bad the right answer is to go out and shoot people would have happened yep i said it covid lockdown yet again but the reason i brought this fractured media up is it looks like trump might be doing it too Uh uh-oh i will chat about that when we come back Larry Sharp, our free solution, back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website. Their hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations a free solution. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. Thank you for giving me a couple of minutes of your afternoon. I really appreciate it. I'm also host of The Sharp Way, so you can follow me on that if you want to. See all the cool stuff I do almost every night around 7 p.m. I am amazing and handsome and also modest. That's probably my greatest trait, is my modesty. Absolutely. So follow me on The Sharp Way. How about YouTube? 
follow me on that the sharp way that'd be nice but right now wysl rochester new york w-e-n-y e-n-i elmira according the patriot and of course w-a-c-k in newark new york i was speaking before the break about a fractured media people changing their priorities based upon you know what they hear opinions on and on and on and if you look at the mainstream media many people notice that i will sometimes speak about weekend shows i think weekend shows tend to be better uh fox news sunday fareed zakaria michael smirconish i think they're better shows i think they're also a bit biased but their data seems to be better their guests seem to be better you get more info if you watch an evening show what you usually get is here is some news a snippet here is my monologue on what i think about this then let me bring on people for reaction who will validate why i'm right and why the other people are wrong and that's cnn or fox that's the entire show now why does that matter there's a reason why that matters when you hear me go i think x is bad you go whatever larry thinks x is bad but then you hear four more people come on and go larry's right x is bad huh maybe this x is bad now it's like six people telling me this over the course of an hour then i watch a second show and now someone else comes on and now kevin wilson comes on and goes x is bad and he brings on three guests that go yeah kevin's right x is bad you start thinking everybody thinks x is bad x must be bad and you can literally put anything in the place of x if enough people tell you they'll start thinking it now why do you care because i would like you to not just think that x is bad x might be bad but i'd like you to realize that there are some people probably on the opposite political side of you who have 18 people telling them that x is good and it's not because they're dumb or they're wrong or they're bad it's because they're listening to different people that's the biggest issue now of course the savvy people should be listening to me and and you are so clearly you're savvy but not everyone can be as savvy as you right so i'm asking you to rethink how people feel to rethink who these people are just because they disagree and they can't see what you see the odds are they're hitting people that you're not hearing so let me move on to the point i brought up it looks like trump is going to start some form of social media now the funny part about this is people thought he might try another political party i told you off the bat not doing it i know how hard it is to be part of a third party i am completely aware of that and that is not easy so he's not doing that i told you that up front i was right on that one didn't take a a phd in political science to figure that one out but he is going to start supposedly some form, form of social media i'm both happy and unhappy about that i'm happy in that he has every right to do something 
Good for him. He has money and following. Good for him. Another piece of media. Good for him. He will get at least 10, 000, sorry, 10 million people at least within the first 30 days. I mean, he may get 20 or 30. But for sure, like I put money on it, he'll get at least 10 million in the first 30 days. Who knows how many he'll get in the long run? Will this be exciting? Will it work well? Who knows? The one thing he does well, whether you like his policies or not, he's a marketer. Good at that. So he'll market it. My worry, though, is are we going to create another echo chamber? And those of you who know me, that's the part that I worry about and that I'm scared of. I really like diversity of thought. I'm a big fan. And if you know me at all, I talk about it constantly. I'm the guy who says, you disagree with me? Please keep watching. If you think I'm wrong, please tell me. You see me. Some of you who watched my, my, my shows, you've seen me change my mind live. You've seen me do it. So I am all about that. I follow Ronald Reagan's model when he said, if you agree with me 80% of the time, you're an ally. Done. And you can be completely opposed on a couple of issues. Like, no, Larry's wrong. That's incorrect. He's totally wrong. But on these eight things, he's on the money. Like, I'm with him. You're my ally. My worry is, are we creating more echo chambers? Or will people be able to do what I'm saying? which is to watch a little bit of Fox and a little bit of CNN, a little bit of WYSL, right? Can I get a little bit of each? Can I get a sum of all of it? If this is an echo chamber, it's a problem. If it's not, it'll be another fun, great thing. Trump will market like there's no tomorrow. There'll be tens of millions of people on it. It'll be fine. He'll make a killing. Some of you people who want Trump to run again, you might not want this. Because if he sees this working... He may not run. He might go, this is way better. <laughs> I've been president. I can do this. Uh, I might do this. So if you're a Trump supporter, you may not want this because he may not run again. I'm, I don't mean to be a nudge. I'm just being honest. He's what, 74? Is that right? So he'll be 78? 78, got a cool gig. He might say, you know what? Let somebody else run. He might do that. So if you are a Trump supporter, you may not be happy about this. I mean, in the long run. I'm sure in the you know, short run, you'll love it. But long run, you may not. That is my concern. Echo chamber. I love the idea of more ideas, more people being involved. This part I love. And this one's selfish for me. When I ran in 2018, I spoke often about one of the biggest problems that we have across the country but specifically in New York State, is people not voting. At some point, we had about 30% of New Yorkers who were eligible to vote voting. Oh my God, terrible. Well, if you're not involved, I can't, you to, I can't get you to vote for me. I can't get you to vote for my libertarian candidates if you're not involved. So I want you involved. That's the first step into getting you to vote for me or getting me to vote for my candidates 
if you're not involved, you can't help me. So people getting involved, that's selfish for me. I'm being very forward. I want more people involved, even if you initially don't vote for me or mine. I'm okay with that. Vote Republican, Democrat, fine. Get involved, and then I'll turn you. But if you're sitting home, not caring, thing doesn't matter, I can't I can't win. I need you. So I actually believe that. Let me grab a couple. I'm getting a bunch of comments. I so appreciate this. So uh, let's see here. Matthew says, anything else is an echo chamber. I think that was a compliment. I'm going to take it as one. It may not be. But thank you, Matthew. I appreciate that. Yes. Jim says, I don't want this attached to one man. Yeah, Jim, you're right. Um, the thing, though, is, again, this is a good and bad thing. Trump's a brand, right? If you call it the New York Network, because he's from New York. Oh, he's from Florida now, sorry. If you call, you know, the Florida Network or whatever, is that going to be as powerful as a Trump network? Trump's a brand. I mean, he puts a Trump brand on it. CNN will cover it and call it the most evilest thing in the world. Fox will cover it and call it the greatest thing in the world. Whether it's good or bad, that won't matter. That's what they'll call it. So I can see why he would want to put his name on it for marketing. But I get your point. I do. It would be better if he didn't because then it doesn't immediately turn people off and go, oh, I hate Trump, therefore it's bad. Or I love Trump, therefore it's good. I agree. Or the American movement. Look at you, Jim. They better hire you. Do some branding. I like that. You are rocking and rolling. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So, yes. More views. Not less. No echo chamber. And we all win. Larry Sharp. A free solution. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. This is Kevin Wilson, the host of A Free Solution. If you're enjoying this episode right now, you think that me and Larry Sharp are providing good content to you, I'd appreciate you doing us a favor. We have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash a free solution, pledge to donate five, ten dollars a month, just a, a few bucks a week, and this helps us create new content, hire better researchers, get better guests, and Helps us stay on air, too, because it's not totally free to be on the air. Give $5, $10 a month to our Patreon, and as a reward, we also give you exclusive early access to some of our episodes and bonus content as well, stuff that you will no longer be able to find on the podcast. So go to patreon.com slash solution to support our show and make sure that me and Larry Sharp can give you the best content possible. Thanks. A free solution. It is Larry Sharp here on a cool afternoon. WYSL, Rochester, New York. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira and Corning, The Patriot, and W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. On a free solution, please follow us on Facebook and also on Twitter. No, no, on YouTube. But you can follow me, The Sharp Way, on Twitter if you want. There's cool Twitter stuff going on every single day. Absolutely. Before the break, we were talking 
about fractured media and how if Trump does begin his social media network, which to me makes sense, I, I get it. If I thought, and I mentioned this about a month or two ago, if you remember, my thought was that Trump might literally pack up, go to some other country for a bit and start building hotels, like build hotels in Malaysia or something, right? That's what I thought he might do. Throw Trump on some hotels, go build some hotels and move on. But it looks like he's decided to not do that. I just assumed he would go back to developing. Made sense to me. But then when I heard that he might do the social media thing, that does make sense to me too. He's a personality. He's got a brand name. He's a good marketer. Why wouldn't he? It makes sense. The issue I do have though, is I do worry that it will become another echo chamber. We don't need more of them. Particularly if we don't get out of COVID quickly. Man, I want us to get out of COVID quickly. Out of the COVID lockdowns quickly. Yes, let me change that. Get out of that. That's that's the issue. So let me grab a couple of these if I could. There's, there's our, a bunch of, um, of comments here. All righty. Andrew says, if I was elected to POTUS, President of the United States, I want three policy advisors representing the three parties, major parties, Democrat, Republican, and third party. That will be Libertarian Party to help me draft policies that have bipartisan. What you mean, Andrew, is nonpartisan, not bipartisan, nonpartisan that can work with every person in the U.S. I love that idea. I do. I like the idea. Was it the um, team? Is it team of rivals? Is that what it was? What uh, Lincoln supposedly did? He brought on Democrats, Republicans uh, into his camp, into his cabinet. I love the idea. The question is, when you do that, how do you get them to work together when each side hates the other? Right, if you imagine right now, and your point's a valid one because I had hoped Biden would do that. I really did. He talked much nicer than Trump. His talk was nice. It was about unity and we're gonna heal. Lovely talk. But then his actions didn't match his talk. I was hoping it would. Look, I didn't think he would all of a sudden be Mr. Reach Across the Aisle. I wasn't that naive, but was I hopeful that he'd be better? I was. I wanted him to be better. I mean, he's Mr. Empathy, and I didn't see that. I wish he had had two or three prominent Republicans in his cabinet. I think it would have been much better. I agree. Or even an independent or a libertarian in. I'm with you, Andrew. But here's the problem. Imagine if he had done Say he had brought in a prominent Republican into some part of his cabinet. The left would have yelled and screamed. How dare you bring this Republican into our government? We're running things. Of course that would have happened. And I think that he thought, ah, it's not worth it. Look, Joe Biden's not a socialist. People say it all the time. He's not. He's a get along guy. He's whatever it takes to win. If that's socialist, then he's socialist, right? But it's not because he's personally socialist. 
he's whatever it, it takes to get stuff done. He wants his name on something. And I don't, I get it. I would want my name on something too. I have my name on a show. Yeah, I want it too. But I don't think that he thought that it was worth it. And that's sad. Because to be forward, Andrew, you're right. He should have. And if anybody could have done it, it was him. Because the one thing Joe Biden has done very well, whether you like Joe Biden or not, he's done something very well. And that is he's united the left against Trump. Did a great job of that last year. Wonderful job. That was home run. So if you're going to do that, bring some Republicans in. Do the old only Nixon can go to China. And some of you who are younger may not know what that means. But that means Nixon was very much anti-communist, anti-China. So when he went there to open up relations with China, it worked. Biden could have done that. I think you're totally right. I think he missed the mark. I'm just saying it's hard. I don't think he thought it was worth it because I think he just wants to get along. He made president. Will this keep them happy? I'll do that. Will this keep them happy? I'll do that. I think that's what he's concerned about. So while I agree with you, I'm just not sure that that could have been done. You know, I'm I'm not sure that was realistic, if that makes any sense. So, yes. Um, Adrian says, I just watch all the clips from different platforms, even mainstream media on YouTube. That's not a bad idea. It really isn't. Because you get to see what the other person's thinking. And sometimes, if you really spend time looking at this and trying in your head to see the difference between the average voter and the elites and the leaders who run things, most of the time, the average voter, their goals are the same as yours. Not always, but many times, their goals are the same. It's how we get there that we fight over. Often, the problems they see are similar problems. It's solutions that we disagree upon. And if you can look at it from that point of view, very often you'll have more empathy for the other. All right, that person also agrees that the problem's there. They just got totally the wrong answer. Okay, that's not how you fix it. But yeah, it's a problem. I agree with most people. When it comes to problems, there's a wealth gap. That's true. We have a problem with shootings. That's true. Just most people don't have a good answer for it. That's the problem. The way they get to better schools. I disagree with. And we all want better schools. Well, not all. But most people either want better schools or don't care. Right? But one of the two is true. They either want better schools or don't care. How do we get there? So I like what you're doing. I think it really makes sense. If you just listen, you'll have a, a better way of, of feeling, a better way of understanding. I just, I think you will. Thank you for that. Ed says, with Trump's new social media, I'm aware about the situation with the actual promise of free speech. Unlike mine's, Bill Ottman got into so many criticisms due to his hypocrisy of free speech. I've got a bunch of users banned 
over certain... I'm not sure what you're saying here. Ed, let me make a distinction between free speech and being on social media. As long as social media isn't a monopoly, and in some cases it is, when it's not, you you can be banned. You can still speak. Trump got banned from Twitter. He's making his own Twitter. Good for him. His speech hasn't been stopped. Free speech hasn't been stopped. You have a right to speak. You don't have a right to be heard. You have a right to speak. I don't have to listen. And as long as government isn't stopping you, it's actually okay. The right solution is more media, more everything. That's a free solution. Guys, thank you so much. I will see you all in a couple of days.